This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi and welcome to episode 544 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com and joining me once again and from we. Melbourne, Victoria with his animated scarf, Mr. Glenn yeah. Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. How are you? And my cat flame on my shoulder. Yes. Yeah. So we thought we'd improve the IQ of the, of the uh, podcast <laughs> and have my cat join the three of us and, uh, yeah, and raise the stand. <laughs> He's not going to say much, which is probably uh, double double the IQ. Of, <laughs> what we normally do. Uh, uh, I'm well, mate. Yourself? You've been good. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've been good. My photo shoot is coming up in a week yeah, and a bit. That? That'll be uh, yeah before not, the next podcast. Yeah, 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 before the next podcast. Yeah, so. Um, uh, looking forward to that. I've uh, been on Photographer's Ephemeris to check out time of sunrise and angles. When are you shooting again? When? What? Uh, fine art nude on the beach at oh. day, daybreak. So, uh, first thing in so, the morning. So, I don't get fine art nude. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've shot it. <laughs> and even when shooting it, I still don't get it. Yeah. I mean, what's the point? I don't know. Okay. I guess it's, I don't know, I guess it's looking for complementary lines in the landscape and in the human body. and. But I notice there's always the female human bodies, never yeah. the male human body. Yeah. 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 I, I, very rarely do you see a man yeah, lounging over rocks naked at sunrise <laughs> being photographed. Find that's, so it's not the human body, it's the female human body. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Which we're, 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 we're fair about. I don't mean, look, and it's funny, but literally just as just as we about to start recording, an email came up from a um, this is like neighbourhood website for, for your local area, and it, it keeps you updated and all sorts of stuff. And there's all sorts of groups and stuff, and so I'm in the photography group just for the sake of being yeah, you know, to keep seeing what people are doing. Hmm. And uh, just literally as we did, someone posted up, oh, "What's people's thoughts on uh, us sharing fine art nude photos?" And <laughs> <laughs> I thought, uh, what's the point? <laughs> I mean, what are you? Tra- uh, I guess when you're trying to share the photo, what are you saying? Yeah. I mean, what, if this, these people want to share these photos to this photography group, which, quite frankly, are full of mostly useless amateurs. Yeah. I mean, totally useless. I mean, they wouldn't know a photo if it hit them on the face. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they take they take the the, the 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 most diabolical of snapshot with a phone in the worst possible light and post it as a photography. Yeah. Uh, and 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 yeah, not saying there can't be art in that, but there's no art in this. <laughs> 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 right. So I'm like, well, so why would you want to share? Those photos to that. I mean, I've never, I've never shown shown a single one of my photos. Right. I mean, why would I? What am What am I looking for? If I if I was to share one of my photos in that group, what am I looking for? Oh, Jiglin, you're so good. Yeah. Well, I, I already know that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, already, I already know I'm awesome. You know. Yeah. So so well, there's no point. There's no point sh- sharing with a group. Right. And then with the fine art, I mean, what? Oh, I, don't, I just don't. I don't. I just don't get it. I, you know? I I guess I've seen the work of other photographers, and I, and I will put Adam Davidson in that group. I, I like some of the stuff that he does, you know. And me too. He does some good stuff. It's all the same as everyone else's stuff. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm hoping that my stuff will look as good as that stuff, and and so it will probably you're, you're, look so the same as so well. You're hoping yours will look the same as everyone else. That's it. That is exactly it. But it's a first time for me. I've not shot the genre before. But I'm, you know, just trying to give it a go and, you know, see how I go with it. 
So, oh, no, good on you. I mean, good for getting out and doing it. Yeah. And to be honest, I mean, what you're saying about sharing it, I probably won't share them that well, widely. Yeah, I'll probably you? pick one image and censor it and put it on Insta, and that'll be about it. Yeah. You know? See, my father-in-law rails at uh, every time he posts a, a, a he does lots of art nude. Right. Uh, every time he posts a photo on Facebook, Instagram, he rails the fact that they they ban him, even though he he mostly censors the images. They 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 kick up a fuss, and he and he goes on these rants. I'm going, but but that's the rules of the site. <laughs> you, you know this before you post. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that's what these people don't do and don't want. It's like you, it's like going into a library and yelling, "I like books! I like books! I like books! I like books! I like books!" all the way through for an hour. People might, people might say, "Well, okay, you like books, but this is not the environment. We don't allow that kind of behaviour here. You yeah. must, you can go outside and yell, I like books.'" Yeah. But please don't do it in here. This is a quiet place. This is the rules in here, and you're breaking those rules, so we're kicking you out. Yeah, I like riding my motorcycle at 160 kilometres an hour, but it doesn't mean I'm allowed to. Yes. <laughs> I like books! I like going fast whilst reading them! <laughs> On a motorbike! <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, so that, that's always... I've always found that a bit, a bit bizarre, that people scream and rant at Facebook, uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, you signed. You, you agreed to the terms and conditions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like exactly. Bizarre. Uh, well, well, I hope, I hope it's good for. You. I mean, I guess, I guess, maybe. Look, I don't actively go out and seek art nude photography to look at ever. I mean, it's something no. that comes across my desk. Yeah, my, my, but but I don't see a lot of variation. Right. And I guess that's probably my my yeah. So it's easy to dismiss. If you just see the same kind of stuff over and over again, not easy to dismiss. Oh, gee, that, that uh, that's not good work. Well, it's just simply that's I've seen that before a thousand times. It's easier to dismiss the work because it's not different. I can relate to that in the way I consume content on Instagram. I'll discover a new photographer who just has this niche that they shoot and shoot really yeah. well and it looks amazing but after you've seen it a hundred times in your feed you just you just scroll yeah. on by you know yeah, the, the yeah, first yeah. ten times you've gone like like oh, like, all, like, all like, all like 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 yeah. like <laughs> yeah. but then after a while it's just like oh yep saw that seen that before you know <laughs> I, I i found an old facebook post of mine literally just a week or so ago and it was me on a, you know, occasional rant i do on facebook <laughs> about the boringly gorgeous Right. Yeah. How your how your photos get lost in the boringly gorgeous imperfection of Instagram, and it's, yeah. I mean, why would you even bother? Yeah. It, 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 it's it's so boringly great yep. that nothing stands out anymore because everything's yeah. Well, only things that stands out are the really bad. So maybe new, <laughs> maybe bad is the new art. <laughs> you know, maybe bad is is yeah. so, so shoot bad Bruce and see if it okay. has more of an impact. Right. You know? or just. Yeah, work your normal stand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, so let's let's discuss the shoot because it's coming up. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your uh, have you have you recced the site? Do you know where I haven't shooting? been there yet. I've looked at it overhead on Google Maps. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's a short beach, maybe you know, hundred and fifty, two hundred meters long. That's got you know rocks at either end. So I'm figuring I've got you know good variation in landscape to work with yeah. uh, without having to walk a gazillion miles and the sun will rise just before 7 o'clock on the Saturday morning 
at just a little bit south of east and uh, yeah i as for the the shapes of the rocks that's really going to be a case of discovering it when i get there which is yeah a bit of a challenge uh but that's the What's challenge the biggest lens you've got 200 okay. f4 yeah Unless unless I take my old camera, in which case I've got my uh, 200 to 8. Um, yeah, that's not big, though. That's no bigger. No. That's just... Uh, uh, I was thinking it'd be, it'd be kind of interesting to, to shoot a 600mm lens. Yeah. Because, uh, it's, 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 again, it's the, um, the, the, the visual, the viewpoint of that lens is quite different when shooting people sure. in a portrait sense or yeah. a body sense. Yeah. And therefore what it does to backgrounds would be quite interesting. And therefore how do you, how do you change as the same way how shooting a 15 mil lens of that kind of stuff mm. elongates so many body parts that it, yeah. it changes up the average, you know, you're not seeing the normal viewpoint. And I see a lot of the, the fine art nude is, is simply how we would see it with our eyes yeah. as far as perspective goes. And, maybe that yeah yeah you can see the shapes and you can you can see the the flow and all that kind of stuff but but the visual impact is 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 there's a certain amount of similarity but of familiarity yeah. i should say yeah. because it's how we see the world so yeah i don't know what's your widest angle lens you got the 15 yeah so maybe yeah do your shots yep and then before you finish they say hey let's just try some 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 whack stuff yeah yeah nothing but 15 and just to see what what you can see that's different you know yeah and, and just see how that frees up your your viewpoint to stuff i think you might find it very interesting as i'm as, as i'm listening to you and i'm and thinking about that what i could do is i could charge up the batteries for the um geez what was i shooting with before my a7 uh, uh 850 <laughs> Thank you, the A850, yep. and I could whack the 70 to 200 28 on that, and put the 15 on my A7 III, and then I could, you know, shoot with both concurrently. Yeah, I, I, I would. The thing is, the A850, I can't get the high ISOs that I can get out of the A7 III. And that's 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 going to be an issue early early more depends how much light and, until the sun comes up. For yeah, the, for the visual shooting process, you want to explore. The opportunities that 200, for example, gives you is to its extreme. I mean, shoot beyond what you think. I've I've already got it. Okay, well, how how can I do it differently with the same lens? Yeah, okay, I've got I've got shot, and how can I shoot that differently? Yeah. Rather than saying how can I shoot that with a different width, right. first you want to try and explore how can you shoot it differently at 200 because you'll find, yeah you'll find different stuff shows up if you start if you get beyond what your initial because you've got these you've got these ideas and these visuals in your head of what you're going to shoot yeah okay once you're trying to accomplish that if you think you've got it go right before we move anything what's it like if i climb up here what's it like if i move down there what's it you know yeah. work, work the arcs of the shot yeah before you change the viewpoint to do because viewpoint will change everything again so, yeah you know yeah of course so you want to you want to exhaust that viewpoint before you explore other other angles and other views and other focal uh, lengths yeah yeah i just i just think you'll find you might find the the best shots you get are the ones you get past the time you R got the shot <laughs> yeah right you know? yeah that, i've got the shots yeah but they may not be, end up being as interesting to you as the shots you find after that once you start thinking outside the box yeah yeah or, or, or just unthinking outside yeah. the box is probably a better way to do it yeah, yeah. don't think it just see it mm. you know just don't don't think about the sort of shot you're getting don't think about um 
Don't think about, uh, I have to get the person in. What if you get a toe? What if you get an elbow? What if you get, you know, what shape, what shape can you get from the, from the crook of the hip? You know, yeah, yeah, and right. that's all you, and that's all you've got in the shot. Yeah. Nothing else, but a little bit of hip yeah. and a rock behind. And how does that turn to mill and make the interaction between the, the hip and the subject yeah. in the background work? Yeah. You know, you'll find, especially, and that's the thing with the, with the 200 mil viewpoint, your viewpoint's so narrow behind, you can make small bits of rock. Mm-hmm really look very interesting against small parts of shapes of other right. things. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yep. So, yep. so, try, so, so get the shot. So abs, you should always shoot the shots you're going out to think you want to take because yep. that you need to do that. But as I said, I often find the stuff you shoot that you weren't thinking about are better than the stuff you were thinking about. Yeah. So, so yeah, that goes anyway. And then okay. once you've done that and you, you go, okay, now I've got, I've got, let's got 15 minutes. Let's, let's, let's do 15 with 15. There you go. <laughs> slogan for you 15 with 15 and shoot nothing but ultra wide and just see how how that all is different as well and that might inspire a whole nother shoot yeah right yeah Yeah. okay i i must admit i had you know my my thought process over the last week or so was yeah i don't think i'll be doing much with the 15 because it'll distort the body too much but then you know you've just thrown a whole bunch that's a good thing yeah. Yeah. You imagine, imagine the, the weird shapes of kelp and stuff washed up on the beach. How, how yeah. Shapes and elongation. And, and that you can do that with a human body. You can twist and turn and you get a strange angle with a leg and then exacerbate that with a 15 mil. You can get some really interesting stuff. Yeah. You know? Nice. That, that is twisting it beyond the normal human shape. Yeah. And yeah. twisting it beyond the whole normal human shape may be what makes it interesting. Yeah. Okay. I know. Yeah. Cool. So just uh, all about seeing and thinking differently. My God, this, I think we should stop now, Bruce. <laughs> the cats obviously had a high in, impact on us. <laughs> we had, had a good session. Yeah. Why spoil it now? <laughs> so what what have you got on your list this week? Look, I've got to say, the, the most exciting thing I saw uh, this week um, this last is Sony's in space. So Sony has launched a, a satellite called Star Sphere, and get this, it's designed for me and you, Bruce. Right. I can log on to this device. Yeah. It's got a Sony, I think, uh, A7 IV or something with a 28 to 105 or 28 to 135 lens on it. Okay. Uh, and you can control focal length, uh, exposure, ISO, uh, where it's pointing, and you can you can pick the the uh, the type the arc is going to be going over a certain place, and you can photograph the Earth from space yourself. What the Earth from space? Yes, from it's a satellite in space. So they've launched a satellite into space with a ca- with a, a camera pointing what? at Earth that's going to be amateur accessible what? for us to be able to go, I want to take some photos of the Earth from space and do space photography. That is crazy. Is that not fantastic? Now they only just they just started doing the first test images to to um yeah to you know, get the system working properly. Man, we keep on saying what a time to be alive. Is Holy that amazing? moly. That's that incredible. That's off the charts. It's <laughs> off the planet, in fact. That's how far. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> I, I saw that. I thought, what a bloody brilliant thing. That is just so, huge. so cool. 
so so that that, that wow. I thought was pretty amazing. Remember how you? I think it was last episode we talked about the AI that won the photo competition with the surfers yes. and the waves. Yes. Well, that was I didn't realize at the time that was DigiDirect, which is the big camera store group here in Australia. Okay. Um, well, they've launched another competition now: humans versus machine. Oh, okay. And people can submit. AI images or human to- to photographed images, and judges will judge which they think is the best photo. Right. So, 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 so is it a is it a blind test for the judges? They don't know which is which. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so, so it's a um, it's a, uh, a man versus machine contest, which I just think is brilliant. Wow. I think it's a great take on. They had so much good publicity. Well, so much publicity from yeah. from that image, and yeah. then they've taken and run them with it and say, "Hey, uh, let's keep ourselves up there in the in the in the in the photo world." Yeah. And um, and do it a little bit tongue in cheek, yeah, but I think it's a great idea, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, and and I think that's the, the more and more we see about what AI is doing, and the, it's inc- rem- I mean I've been seeing some remarkable imagery, so yeah. just stunning. So, oh my god, that is go- everything about it is gorgeous. Everything yeah. about the image is just incredible. Yeah, and it's all fake. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just like <laughs> yeah, you know, I I don't think. It's going to kill people's love of photography, though. I think it will inspire people to want to shoot better. At least that that is my hope, anyway. Yeah, but they can't shoot that. 99.9% of the people on the planet won't be able to shoot anything remotely like what this AI is good. The lighting this AI yeah. stuff can do is, is, is beyond masterclass. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not just lighting subject. It's the way it lights the scenes. Yes, it's the sculpting uh, is, is, of light. It, it, it's the sculpting of light through a scene which we can never control. Yeah. Um, yeah, unless we're Hollywood with a million-dollar budget. Yeah. But, <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, for one scene. Um, but, yeah, they... they, they, they they sculpt every nuance of light in the entire scene, and that's yeah. It really is yeah, you know, painterly more than yeah. It's a, yeah. a painter's rendition of that of the photographers. I, so I, I remember I, seeing. I can't remember who the photographer was. Now was it Annie Leibovitz? I don't know. I, I don't think it was. I think it was somebody else. But I remember there was, um, oh, oh was, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and she mm. was wearing these uh, really, really expensive jewels that were on display at a museum and they wanted to do this photo shoot uh, with Michelle Pfeiffer as the model and highlighting these jewels that she was wearing. And I remember reading about the lighting setup for this shot and it was, you know, there was one, you know, off-camera flash highly snooted that was designed to just light yeah. up this jewel that sat on a you know on a breastbone basically you know yeah. and you can't you can't move a millimeter because it takes <laughs> the whole life yeah exactly you know? yeah. Uh, and yeah and as you say ai can do it in the blink of an eye yeah. you know and yeah. digital eye at that um it's yeah crazy, it? it is it is my my only other ai thing this week for me was a guy's built a camera which I thought was which is quite amazing, um, where he can take a picture with his camera. And it has a little little like a Fuji printer built inside, which um, uh, so it takes a photo. There's a Raspberry Pi computer inside, which describes the photo and sends it to AI. The AI generates an image, and the little Fuji printer inside the camera prints out the AI's version of what it saw. Right. What, it thinks okay. you, 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 what, what it thinks you saw. <laughs> and whilst this seems ex- bizarre, 
yeah. I was starting to think about, well, what's the possibilities for things like blind people, where all of a sudden, uh, if a computer can render the stuff it sees in front of, I don't know, whether it can, if you can describe a scene, it could be, be reading a book. And you're, there's a computer that generates the image of what you're reading and can somehow flash that image into the brain of a blind person. They can see what they're reading. I mean, there's, all, there's, there's a computer's ability to generate imagery and then share it could be a whole new world coming. Well, I mean, I, I, I have read that that sort of technology is being developed you know, at the moment, you know, this idea of being able to take digital data and feed it into the optic nerve of a human being so as to uh, do exactly what you're describing, you know, allow the blind to actually see. Um, Just, you know, they don't use an eye, they're using a digital input. Yeah. And obviously that's that's not ready for prime time yet, but, I mean, it's coming. And once it does arrive, then you won't even need the AI component. I mean, you'll be able to take our our existing photos and they'll be able to yeah. see those in the same way that you and but I do. But then they'll be able to read books yeah, and see. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, be, who knows? But I, mean, I think, I think the, I said, like a lot of stuff, we're only scratching the surface of what this oh. AI is, how it's going to change the world. Totally. For better or worse. I mean, it may, it may terminate us and, and, and <laughs> become self-aware and go, no, nah, I'm better than all of you guys. <laughs> yeah, that could change the world for the... Not, well, maybe for the better. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I, th- I think it, it, it's the... the I mean, we're like, what, we're like a year into AI. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, it's already better than most of what humans can do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, exactly. Um, God, it's just, I think it's just, just it's it's fascinating stuff to watch. As much as it may damage a lot of, it's a disruptor, as we know. You of know, course, disrupt a lot of stuff. Of course, you know, but maybe. maybe uh, but what, how has the world improved by disruptions in the past? You know, we no longer need to work in factories. They're making clogs or whatever you know yeah we don't have to yeah the, the, all, all the all the industrial revolution had it yeah for better or worse change the world you know yeah computers change the world yeah everything and, and, and so this is just another tool that's going to shift the way we do stuff and give us more free time to do yeah nothing yeah. like we normally to watch netflix yep exactly which will be all ai generated because who needs actors that's it because they, they want the time off Board. Yeah, and the last thing I had was um, about this couple that found two thousand plus cameras and lenses in a storage unit. I know, isn't this amazing? Yeah, and the, that boss, this woman's boss, said, "Oh, I need the storage unit cleared out. If you do it, you can keep whatever's inside it." Because there's some <laughs> old guys he didn't know what was in it, yeah. and uh, there's two thousand plus cameras, just a wow. huge, huge haul. Of amazing stuff, you know. That is phenomenal. Remarkable. And it looks like... Everything's in boxes and all just stacked up on, on shelves and... Yeah. Well, this is, this is what they've done. They've been sorting through it for months. Yeah, right. And slowly trying to organise it all and get it get it sorted. And But it's, some, the, it's all... It's not like it's all like rare likers or anything like that kind of <laughs> stuff. It's all normal-ish stuff. But they've got yeah. an example here. They sold a, a Minolta 135mm F2. Yeah. Sold on eBay for 2340 US dollars. What? So, um... Was that the AF version of that lens? No, no, that's the MD, so it's the manual. Two grand? Yeah. What? Bit sus, though. Bit suspicious. They only had one bid. Yeah, that's a bit weird. But yeah, yeah. 
yeah, one bit in two thousand three hundred and forty is a strange price to put up. Yeah, as a as a starting price for something very odd, and 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 that seems exorbitantly high for that lens in a manual focus. Well, I don't know. I've I've been uh, I've been told recently the Olympus twenty mil uh, Zuko lenses, their yeah. old manual focus ones, are going between five and eight thousand dollars a piece because they're being pulled because there's something about the lenses they're being pulled apart and used in in other devices by in, in the in, in some industrial devices and it's much cheaper to do that than jet than build an entire new so this oh. is going like hotcakes i know guys sold three of them wow so people are basically dismantling them and using them as spare parts yeah Right. Well, but it's for it's for the optical um, stuff for a particular industrial use. Yeah, so right. it's a very niche thing, but some things are worth a lot of money. Please. You know that the Minolta one thirty five two point eight. I had the AF version of that lens, and it was just a cracker of a lens. Uh, in fact, I still have one in the, good, in the in the in the cupboard. They're very plasticky, though the old Minolta autofocus. The early ones, I thought. Compared to, compared no, to modern, not or... the one thirty-five two eight. It's hard. It's not really? plastic. Yeah. Hmm. Hang on. Autofocus. Let me, oh, let, me, let, me find it. let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. There it is, right there. Yeah, plastic. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 that front bit all, is plastic. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Still a cracker me, of a lens, per- though. Oh, yeah, great lens, but from the per- the way I look after gear, that's plastic. And- <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to survive the Glynn bounce down the steps of the bus test. No joy at all. No sense. Yeah. So, I mean, that's my, that my only thing about the early autofocus stuff. A lot of, yeah, Canon and Nikon were the same. A lot of their stuff was pretty poorly man Compared to what we came from, the quality of the manual focus stuff, the build quality... Yeah. And then change to autofocus. Whether they're making the had to make the bodies, the lens bodies, really light so the autofocus could move faster. I'm assuming because yeah, because the motors weren't very strong. Right. But the, the build quality really went down the toilet compared. I mean, it gone from solid metal, yeah, you know, which is what the 135 to manual focus Minolta lens was. Right. Completely, yeah. You could you could ham, use that as a hammer if you needed to, <laughs> uh, and then st- and then shoot whatever you just hammered in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so that, that shift from, from the, the old days of manual focus to autofocus was a massive build quality difference. Yeah, okay. You know? but anyways, Fair enough. I digress. That's it. That's all I got for the week. What do okay. you guys think? Exciting. If not, well, let's go then. Since 2005, Shutters Inc. has been a labour of love. But beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. So, one thing that I saw pop up on my Facebook feed yesterday is that the Steve McCurry exhibition called Icons is coming to Sydney. Uh, so for those who are interested, it'll Icon. be... Icon. That's a pretty good name for him, actually, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You're no. sounding bitter, Mr. Lavender. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm no longer a, a photo re- re- journalist. I'm now an artistic photographer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah. if, for those who are in Sydney and are interested, uh, it opens on the 12th of April. However, you do need to pre-register and go on a wait list for tickets. Uh, so that link will be in the show notes for anyone who would like to pre-register for that exhibition. Uh, Paul Sutton sent us a, a few things. One is a link on petapixel.com to uh, a photography museum that is shaped like a giant SLR camera. In other words, the the building itself is made to look yes. like a camera. Uh, and he said it's a little way out of Perth. It is unmistakable, and there are hundreds of old cameras in there. Here's the weird thing, though. See, it's all in it's 36 rooms inside it. Right? Okay. And you go to room one and stand there, and you go, okay, finish, and someone winds you on, and you slide into the next room. And you room. can never go back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can, but you double, you double see everything, double exposure. <laughs> I love it. Um, the next thing he sent us was a link to faststone.org. Uh, this was in relation to what we were talking about, or what you were talking about a couple episodes ago, about there not being a free image editor on PC that would replace what you know, Google Picasso was. And he said, Fastone Image Viewer is the best image viewer for zero dollars that I've yet found on the PC. Image Viewer does everything you're asking for. So uh, I'll put that link in the show notes. So for anyone who is looking for a free, you know, basic photo editor for the Windows platform, I don't know. Do they does Fastone Image Viewer is that a Mac thing as well? I don't know. I'm just having to see what it actually does. Um, file tag, histogram, compare images, slideshow, print, full screen view. So I've seen more viewer than editor is what I'm seeing. Right. It says powerful image editing tools include resize, resample, rotate, flip, crop, sharpen, blur, adjust lighting, colors, curves, levels. That's pretty good. Well, yeah, that's kind yeah. of what you were asking yeah. for. You know, I mean, you 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 were saying, you know, for the for the just the amateur photographer who doesn't want to spend on you know yeah, a I subscription agree. to Lightroom, etc. Um, sounds good. Yeah. So anyway, thank you, Paul. Uh, the next one he had was a link to an article about Anne Geddes on Petapixel. And he said, everyone wants to make their shots like hers. What I'm appreciating about the shots is how simple they are. I know they're really iconic and totally recognisable, but the best, and he's talking about the best in any field, are known for how good they are. Think Hank Marvin, Mark Knopfler, Joe Satriani, Jeff Beck, who are all guitarists, Ansel Adams, who's a photographer, you know, you, and he says, you get what I mean. So, yeah, anyway. I agree she was, she was, she was very good in the day. Yeah. I don't think there's many baby newborn photographers out there even trying to do anything remotely like she does because they don't have a lot of respect for her work. Right. Speak, having spoken to many baby photographers... Yep. Look, again, uh, I it, think it, it's... It, there's a lot of cringeworthy stuff yeah, in Angetti's stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's not everyone's cup of tea. I mean, no. I guarantee there's certain people on the planet would absolutely go gaga over Angetti's stuff. But yep. a lot of the ba- newborn... And, and look, a lot of the newborn baby stuff from 10 years ago is now frowned upon. Not even... Yeah, yeah all the stuff with, like, the, the props and stuff is, yeah. is all gone by the... Now it's really classic, just simple, plain background... Baby. I feel yeah, like in a rap. more than any other genre, baby photography really seems to go through fads. 
yeah much more than wedding photography much more than real estate yeah. photography yeah. um and look you know i sort of harken back to what i said earlier in this episode about you know you discover a new thing on instagram and you and you you love it the first 10 20 times you see it but after a while it just it's like yep yep seen it seen it seen it and even though i don't particularly you know get inspired by baby photography i remember the first time i yeah. saw and getty's stuff i was like wow that's really cool it's creative and you know blah 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 yeah. but but again after you've seen it a hundred times it's like okay yeah, do it's I another see a baby sitting in some lettuce with a piece of lettuce on its head yeah, <laughs> exactly but you know I'll, i will i will say one thing for her yeah. is and that yeah. is that you can see one of her images from afar and know oh, that yeah. it's Anne Geddes. Iconic, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, no, well, no, no, no disputing her vision, her 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 um, time in the sun in the nineties <laughs> yeah. when yeah we used to do spot color photos you know with the red rose and everything else yeah. black and white yeah. because that was so good looking too. No, no denying, <laughs> and her her ability to create something that was never seen before brilliant yeah yep. i just don't think anyone now yeah would be trying to emulate her work yep um i would i would highly recommend it if anyone is likes baby photography look at my friend Kristen cook's um baby photography so it's Kristen k-r-i-s-t-e-n cook mm -hmm. remarkable baby photographer and wedding photographer but but her and the, and the thing is the the one great thing about her work is simplicity Right. Yeah, and simplicity, an image that isn't trying to be cute or do too much, mm -hmm. won't tend to go out of style. Now, no. I guarantee anyone who's got an Angetti's picture on their wall still, you know, is only because they can't reach it because of all the rest of the stuff they're hoarding <laughs> in that room. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, that, you, you wouldn't hang that, that but... Uh, you know, you see, people had photos up of their kids. Yeah, they've got thirty-year-old children now, but they've still got photos up when they were five years old. Well, I'm thinking if you've got an Ann Getty's type image of your kid up on the wall, it's looking pretty oof these days. But if you've got a classic black and white, gorgeous shot of you just being you at six, ten days old or whatever, that's never going to date. You know? It's funny you should mention uh, that because when. Kath and Max and I went on our last cruise where it was all three of us. We yeah. did something I thought I would never do, and that was we sat for a, a portrait photographer on the ship. Now, I'm not talking about the the stuff when you walk down into the foyer of the ship and they're, and they're set up with backdrops and blah, 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 and they just, you know, run them through, you know, three couples every minute. This was one where they actually took us off to a studio and we had a portrait sitting with this uh, photographer, you know, that lasted probably half hour, 40 minutes, and we actually paid for these images at the end you know and yeah. they're all black and white and they're all hanging up in our lounge room at the moment and the the single image of max he's just standing there like we, we were dressed for dinner so we were all dressed up nicely and max is in you know black pants nice shirt and he's got he's got a jacket thrown over his shoulder and it's just beautifully lit, and it's simple, black backdrop, and it's never going to date. Simple doesn't date. Exactly. Yeah. And I was looking yeah, at that just... image just this morning and going, oh, man, I love that image of Max. Now, if he was sitting there with a piece of lettuce on his head... <laughs> 
as a 19 year old or as a, as a gun exactly as a gun nut baby you know <laughs> i just shot through christian's website for you guys to, to put a oh, link awesome. in the, in the notes awesome too. um fantastic yeah, so go, go look at go look at some work and tell me how much of that stuff's going to date yeah right you know? How much that stuff? I mean, it, she's got a very consistent body of work, but I've not seen a single image of hers that I would say, "Oh, that's going to look crap in ten years." Right. Yeah, and and there's not a lot of and Getty stuff I'd look at that I kind of cringe a little bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> cool. But, uh, yeah, but again, that's taste though as well. That's personal taste. Yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, and yeah. the last thing that Paul sent us was at science.org declassified U2 spy plane... Declassified? Flight? Was that a plane pun? Declassified? No, that was just me tripping over my tongue. (laughs) Declassified U2 spy plane photos are boom... are a boom to aerial archaeology. Okay. I've not had a chance to look at this story. Yeah, well, I mean, there's so much much archaeology being discovered by looking at Google Earth and drones and, and, yeah, obviously this stuff would be a great resource. I mean, there's a... The images there of a, of a Mesopotamian villages. Yeah, in, right. Nineteen um, sixty, one inhabited, one abandoned. And you can yeah. say, well, yeah, you can see how they've morphed. But I wonder why they moved. They only moved over the hill. Yeah. But yeah, you can find so much from. And I, I actually do this a bit because um, I'm planning a trip to the UK. Yeah, and I'm fa- I love archaeology, and and so I, I just fly, I, I just Google fly over yes. areas where I uh, and just look for shapes in the ground and yeah. stuff that could be old roundhouses or Roman forts and stuff yeah. like that. It's amazing what you discover. You know, oh, totally, the, the patterns and shapes and stuff you see. You know? Yeah, I I love doing yeah. the same thing. I can lose hours on Google Maps. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. easily cool alright well that is it thank you Paul for those uh, those links they will be in the show notes for anyone that wants to follow those up what do you got on for the next couple of weeks Mr Lavender um well nothing <laughs> how's the guitaring oh good good, good. I've got my, my new Strat arrived this week uh, of course I did so, um, <laughs> so I've now got five guitars I can't play <laughs> Excellent. Fabulous. Yeah, but I've, got, I've I've completed the set so far. I just need a hollow body, a semi hollow body <laughs> guitar now, and uh, <laughs> yeah, add that to the things I can't play, and then I'll start looking at the other ones I don't have. Right. <laughs> it's rather it's rather sad. You know. No, uh, given up on the metal detecting. No, no, it's still there. about it's a health thing. It's not yeah, right. Not a, not a, not easy to go walking up and down steep ravines and hills and right. uh, having your heart explode. But so, yeah, well, maybe you could just do it on the beach. It'll be gentle exercise. That's not, I don't. I don't want to find people's lost jewelry. I want to find gold <laughs> nuggets, right? Can nuggets is what I'm after. <laughs> um, but I, but I do have a fly fishing three day fly fishing weekend coming at the end of the month. So I'm oh, looking forward okay. to that. Cool. So, so Where are you going to go? Camping oh, up around uh, Mount Buffalo okay. and the northeast Victoria. Yeah, you know, nice. Up the mountain streams. Yeah, so beautiful. So I get myself. So I'm, so I'm going to hang up here and go for a 15k bike ride to uh, you know. Keep wow. slowly improving my uh, my health. Excellent. Uh, take it, take it easy. Oh yeah, yeah. I just try not to blow up for a valve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very embarrassing. All right, All right mate. Well, have well, a good one. Thank you. Take care, everybody, yep. and uh, talk to you next week. In two Bye. weeks. Two, we- yeah, two weeks, next. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. You've been listening to Shutters Inc. 
For questions, comments, and feedback, email theboys at shuttersincpodcast.com.